This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey everybody, this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. This is Wednesday, August 27th, and we are so glad to be back with you. I'm Scott, along with my lovely wife, Teresa. On hump day. Yes. Two more days. <laughs> That's this. right, two more days. And so even before we start the podcast, we'd like you to start thinking about a church to go to this weekend. You know, maybe you're not a member of a church or maybe just kind of wondering about it. We'd love for you to consider going to a church. If you're in the Dallas area, go to Gateway Church. That's right. It's a great church, and if they don't have an ability to get there, you can go on uh, to the website at Gateway. At, uh, Gateway it? People. Gatewaypeople.com. And uh, just listen and watch the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, what's the topic for today, huh? Well, it's called Squandered Potential. Mm. Those of you listening, if you're frustrated with the buried treasure that stays buried inside of you, we're going to help you with what to do about it today. Mm-hmm. And it's taken from 1 Samuel 31, 3 through 4, which we spent some time in this week, and that's okay. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Well, this is about uh, the death of Saul, uh, who was king of Israel. Um, actually, the, the first king. And so we, we're going to read this, and uh, then we'll talk about it. The fighting grew very fierce around Saul, and the Philistine archers caught up with him and wounded him severely. Saul groaned to his to his armor-bearer, Take your sword and kill me before these pagan Philistines come to me, come and run through and taunt and torture me. But his armor-bearer was afraid and would not do it. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. Wow, you talk about squandered potential. So let's call it what it is. He he took his life. He did. He committed suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, and suicide was a tragic end of Saul, who never learned to repent. Yep. It was too much pride. He didn't ever ask for help. Yeah, and he, he could have been a uh, recovery could have been possible for Saul yep. if he had admitted his helplessness, committed his life to God, and allowed God to change him. So I mean, basically, what he needed to do was admit. Commit and submit. That's right. You know, so God could change him. Well, he never really, even the even his uh, his, his advisors around him, he never really allowed anyone to uh-uh. assist him in matters of accountability yep. and spiritual growth. That's right. I mean, his view was, I'm the king. What I say goes, and your opinion doesn't matter. Oh, and furthermore, yeah, God's good and all, but I'm the one that's doing all this. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? That's when, you know, God started seeing this pride in Saul. And that's when he had Samuel anoint David when David was a young boy to be the next king. Yep. And that's where all this comes, you know. I mean, it's, it's just this uh, this uh, this ego and pride yes. that Saul had. He was so jealous of David. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it drove him crazy, mm-hmm. you know. But he didn't take advice. And people tried to advise him. 
hey man, you need to repent. I mean, just come back to the Lord and and uh, you know maybe He'll look the other way and maybe He'll you know He'll forgive you and you know. But he just never did that, and and uh, he just never he never learned to depend on God. Mm-hmm. He never did. When you read the books of the Bible, he never learned to depend on God. Need to talk about squandered potential. Yeah, he never felt the courage right. or real desire to change. Mm-hmm. He didn't see the purpose. Nope. So as a result, his life stands as a, mon- a monument to squandered potential. It does. Saul's tragic end, man, I'll tell you what, it should give us an, an ample reason to embrace God's program. Yeah, for reconciliation. For, for reconciliation, yeah. you know, and, and a relationship with him. That's what God desired from Saul. Mm-hmm. You but know? he just couldn't get over himself. No, he couldn't. You know, i tell you what, I mean, really honestly, you know, I mean, we're all like that at times. You know, and... uh it's just like you know, um, when someone when someone does something great or something good, you know, just like that example I gave before, there was a, a Christian singer singing on stage, and he came down, and the guy said, "Hey, man, that was great tonight," and he said, "What's well, all God?" Well, the next night he performed again, and the same guy was at the bottom of the stairs, and he said, "Great job again, man." He said, "It's all God," and the guy said, "What well, wasn't that good?" In other words. The singer was thinking, well, it's all God, but what he's really saying is, you know, hey, you know, thanks, you know, it's all God, and, and, and you know, it was perfect. Well, you know what? That's a prideful thing to say. What he should do is say thank you, and then thank God. Say, God, thank you for the ability you gave me to, to sing tonight or to do this tonight or perform this, this, this act of kindness or something like that, um, and, and then thank God for that. It's okay to say thank you. It, it's 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 that's what God wants us to do. He gave us that ability or that gift, but never forget, like Saul did, who gave you that gift, who gave you that ability, and his name is Jesus. Well, you know, Saul, though a man of great potential, his his problems were that he was self centered and disobedient, and what's so sad about it is he never achieved what god had intended for him he sure didn't so sad and his king saw is who we're talking about yeah and jealousy bitterness and disobedience is what destroyed it destroyed his life it did you know and jonathan his son was best friends with david and what a terror that was man (laughs) you know that tore saw up like you know, and really and truly, Jonathan was more faithful to, to David than he was his own dad. Because mm-hmm. he, he saw that, that David was truly seeking after God's heart and trying to do it God's way. You know, Jonathan, you know, I mean, when Jonathan died, man, it, you know, it just tore David up. Mm-hmm. And it really, it tore David apart also when Saul died. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, gosh, it just, it, it's... It's really amazing just to think, you know, that Saul had all that power and he just abused it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? That can happen to us in our workplace, in our family, in our everyday goings, goings on. Well, and, and the opposite about him is true. When he was obeying God, his leadership and, cur- and his, you know, courage mm-hmm. were fantastic. They were great. And, and on on the human side, on a fleshly side, he was apparently very striking, 
and charismatic in his appearance. So it sounds as if Saul had it all going on. Yeah. Except his biggest problem was himself. Yeah, Saul's biggest problem was Saul. Saul. <laughs> That's right. But you know, he had every he had every chance to come back to God. Every chance, you know, to to bow down to him and say, you know what, God, you know, and you know there were occasions he would do that. You know, when you read, you know, the book of Samuel and Kings and in the Old Testament, there are times Saul would say, God, you know, I'm sorry, this and that. But man, I tell you what, and he would turn around the next day and he would have someone executed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and for 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 nothing more than disobeying Saul, not God. You know, and so he was just showing that you know his heart just wasn't for God. Mm-hmm. I mean, it you know it didn't say in the Bible Saul was a man after God's own heart. It said David was a man after God's own heart, and that just tore Saul apart. Oh. It drove him it drove him crazy. It really did. Well, his greatest failures resulted from him acting on his own. And we're always talking about us ex- exercising, you know, our own will. You know, even even like us, his weaknesses, though, had he submitted them, mm-hmm. could have been used by God. Had he just recognized them and allowed God to help him. That's right. But he just couldn't do it. Well, there's a lesson here, too. You know, don't let jealousy get in the way of your relationship with God. Yeah. If in your workplace, for example, if someone else is promoted over you, don't get that jealous um, feeling in you and say, "Man, I should have got that," and be all all mad. Just you know, say, "Thank you know what, God, I'm happy for him. It just wasn't my time, but I know your promises, and you promise that you want me to prosper because whatever position you hold and whatever job that you're working." It's important, or you wouldn't have a job. Well, check this out, and we we should have mentioned this in the beginning, but we forgot. At, at the beginning of Saul's career, just like all of us have a beginning before any any of this stuff happens, and we move up the corporate ladder. But in the beginning, he was a shy and reluctant type of person, which means he was a shy and reluctant leader. And you know, there's people out there like that. And uh, he was found hiding in the baggage when Samuel called the people together to publicly anoint him as king. Isn't that something? Saul's yeah. humble, restrained style worked well for him in those early days of his rule before it went to his head, like it does with so many of us. But it came to a point where he had to decide whether he was going to follow or fight against God's authority in his life. But unfortunately, you know, like so many of us, he made the wrong choice. It just went to his head. Mm -hmm. I don't need God. That's right. Well, when David did become king, um, you know, he he, he was going down the same road as Saul was. I mean, you know, he committed adultery. He committed murder. He lied. He stole, you know, someone else's wife. He had her husband killed. I mean, my goodness. Until he was called out, but this is this is the problem, you know. This is what happened with Saul. He didn't listen to others around him. Okay, others around him were warning him. Prophets were warning him. Hey, man, Nathan was warning him. Hey, listen, dude. Yeah, you're messing up here. Okay, so you need to settle down and you need to repent to God, or you are going to lose everything. Well, he wouldn't listen to him. Like, what do you know? Yeah. You know what? When Nathan went up to David. 
and told him that story. And at the end of the story, he he looked at David and he said, what would you do to that man? And David said, well, I would have him executed. Mm -hmm. And then Nathan looked at him and said, you're that man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it humbled David to the point. Now, David could have looked at Nathan and gone, you're dying today, brother. Mm -hmm. But see the difference? You just talked to the king like that. Mm -hmm. You're dying today. Yeah. But what David did is he fell on his face. Yes. And he repented to God. I am so sorry what I've done. And what did God do? He lifted him up. Mm -hmm. He exalted him. He exalted him. And then his own son yeah. became king also. So you know what? That's the difference between Saul and David. Mm -hmm. They both made horrible mistakes like we all do. Mm -hmm. But David repented. Yes. David said, I'm giving it to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Right. That's all God wants. Yeah. You know, he did much more than that for us. I mean, he went through a, a horrible torture on the cross. And all he wants us to do is say, I, I love you, Dad. Mm -hmm. I believe. I believe. Mm -hmm. And I want to be in your family. Yeah. Well, this has been a really mm -hmm. good podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean... If you didn't need to hear it, boy, I'll tell you what, yeah. Teresa and I sure did. Well, I mean, you, you shine when we talk about David and Saul. Yeah, and I mean, Nathan. you know what? It, it encourages me because, um, I mean, we all have a storied past. Mm -hmm. Well, I just love how yeah. we bring these characters through the Lord's leadings, is not yeah. us, these characters down to earth. I didn't grow up hearing this stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and this, just like we talk about our pastors now, the ones that are so real, the ones that the audiences can, uh, can uh, relate to. That it's so important, especially yeah. especially now, and that's what I love about this. Yeah, is these characters back in the Bible struggle with all the same things that we struggle with today. It's not changed. It's the same yesterday and today. That's right. And that's what I love about studying about these people in such power, powerful positions too. To see, you know, they were so human, but the ones that showed humility and obedience to God. Look at. Look at what he did. That's right. These life lessons for us. And plus, you know, we we don't want anyone to squander their potential. That's right. You know, and and the way that you, you can assure yourself that you won't squander your potential. First of all, is admit. Is admit. Submit. That's right. And commit your life to God. That's exactly right. And Just by, admit, submit, and commit. Yeah, and by doing that, you're saying, God, I don't know what you have in store for me, but I'm not going to squander my potential. And whatever potential you've given to me, it's because you gave it to me. I didn't muster it up on my own. That's right. Now, I will say thank you to people who say good job and what have you. Thank you is enough. But I know where it came That's from. Right. So if you've never given your life to Christ, you know what? You might be thinking, yeah, I have squandered some potential. Have you really? I mean, do you know him? Because God looks at you and he goes, you haven't squandered anything. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. Every morning when you wake up and you take your first breath, when you open your eyes, I look at you and go, now that is what I'm talking about. I did good. Yeah, that's what God thinks that's of all of us. That's what he's saying about you. Yes. He's saying he did good. We're all God's children in this world. Some of us just don't know that. Right. And so if you don't want to squander your potential and you want all your potential to be... Uh, just to the fullest, the first step is to give your life to Christ, your, your, your sincere heart. And if you've never done that, we'd like for you to do it today.
and maybe you thought you had and you're realizing I, I never really did. Well, today's the day. So if you would please pray this prayer of salvation and know that you are saved and highly favored by Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for who you are. Lord, I, I, we know that you died on the cross. We know that you rose on the third day because of the cross. You say our sins are forgiven if we ask you from a sincere heart. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, I don't want to squander my potential. Yes. I want to be everything for you. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, listen, if you uh, prayed that prayer of salvation, we'd love for you to email us at info at livingitup.org. And just let us know, man. We'd love to pray for you. If you have any prayer requests or any suggestions, we're always our ears are always open. <laughs> so what a great right. podcast. So we're, it encourages me and encourages my wife. And we pray that it encouraged you. Yes. Well, this has been great. And uh, thank you for spending your time with us. And we look forward to spending more time with you tomorrow. And until then, keep living it up. Well, beginning again. <laughs> <laughs>